3: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help
3: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting.
4: Cock. A camel. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fighting Cat, Fighting Cack, Fighting Cock. Start as we mean to go fighting on. Fighting Cat. Fighting cat, <laughs> the bullshit. Don't, don't think we, we that would go down well branding wise, but you know. Yeah, the fighting cat. I'm joined online by Spooky and Alex from Bristol. How are you doing, boys? Good man, good. Very so lovely. The news has just broke that Timo Werner is signed for Chelsea, a pre-contract with Chelsea, right? Mhm. Why? Why can't we do something like that? Like Chelsea are not a bigger club than us. Why haven't we gone in for him?
0: we've just we've just gone to the Bank of England for 120 million
4: quid. Yeah, but our running costs. Running costs can't be spent on players. Ugh.
5: Don't know what to tell you. It's
4: frustrating, I think,
5: isn't it? I think, yeah. I mean, it's just the way it is, isn't it? <laughs> do you really expect Tottenham to do that I mean, and what? Levy to do that? It yeah, just doesn't happen with us. I just get the impression every other club is frenzied and frantic, and they're like, "God, we've got to bring this player in; he's quality," and everyone's working towards it. Um, whereas we spent six months thinking about it and flirting it, and not it,
4: getting anywhere, would it be wise to spend whatever? It, I think the, his release clause is less than fifty million. So if it's like forty-nine million, and he's going to be on two hundred, two hundred and fifty grand a week, you'd imagine. Is, is it wise to spend that money on a player of his quality, undoubted quality, like unbelievable quality, like Harry Kane level, or striker when we have Harry Kane? Is it? Is it? foolhardy for us to spunk loads of money in wages on a player like him when there are clearly other issues certainly in defence where we can uh, we can strengthen and use that money if it is even available speak
5: it's the type of signing we should have made um a couple of years ago uh, to consolidate what we had at the time and um, we, we probably needed to do that in, in a few positions across the, the team, just so that if there was a, a lull or like a drop in form, there, there was there was just options there to, to freshen things up. But we, we never do that, um, even when we're on top and we can all see it. We just don't do that. Um, it would have made sense then. It probably still makes sense now because is Kane going to be with us a, a year from now? Do you know what I mean? How you you buy a player, you spend a lot of, uh, for a player of his quality. You spend a lot to bring him in now, but how much will it cost to actually replace Harry Kane in a year's time if you don't have a, re- a replacement? Because whatever money you're going to get for him, the club, uh, the selling club that you're going to go to, are going to want all that money. So you're you're fucking things up for yourself. There's but you know, I don't own a football uh, yeah, but, club. Speak. The, you know, but, I'm not worth 325 million quid. So what do I really know about how it works behind the yeah, closed the, doors? The man. difference
4: between Tottenham and Chelsea is that they don't have a forward. They've got Tammy Abraham's, who was playing in the Championship last season. Who's done okay this year. They don't really have a forward. Yeah, they but, needed him more. I, it, yeah. I, yeah, that's if, right. If Chelsea had Harry Kane, would they have bought him? That's I guess that's that's the question. But,
5: that's, a, that's a good way of looking at it as well. Maybe we're too. Um, we're too kind of heavy-handed with uh, Enink and and Levy and and what we do and we get a bit jealous and green-eyed when other clubs are splashing out money. It's not like we haven't splashed out money. You know, we've bought players for a lot of money, broken our records. Mm. So, I guess we
4: just need to do a bit more.
5: Alex. Let's sort of fucking worry about Chelsea.
4: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
5: Let let Alex share his opinion. Well, we're
4: not not on Werner because (laughs) you've done that fine. Um, But, so, we're... um, the, you know, football's back. Uh, behind closed in doors. Yeah, in Yeah, in a strange form, but it is going to be back. And um, the game, the first game against Manchester United, which is on Friday night, which is actually the first game back for the league in general, right? We're going to be the first team playing. Um, uh, how do you feel we're set up currently? Because all our players are back. Everyone's, every, every player's players are back. So every club's players are back. How, how do you feel we're set up for for the rest of the season are you, are you confident that will the uh you know playing football behind closed doors affect us what what what's your feeling right now
0: i think it'll affect everyone it's going to be i mean watching some of the german stuff it's 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 got that pre-season feel about it because obviously there's no there's no noise you know that and something for english football in particular i say thrives on but but is extremely used to is that in intensity of it and i think that's going to be difficult for players to be as intense and have the <clears throat> ebb and flows of, of a football game without it so it's it's partly i'm interested to see what happens other part of me is like oh, god this is going to be horrific for everybody uh, and another and another part of me just wants to watch Tottenham play football again
4: oh, um, so, uh, uh, about the team the the setup, and the fact that uh, we are, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, of course, no one, no one knows. It's been such a long time. They've only been training for what a couple of weeks. Majority of that is without any kind of contact, so just kind of drills and 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 sharpness is actually probably not even sharpness. It just drills that are, that are getting getting the players back into the mode. You know, we have got players back. They're not fit. Like Mourinho said the other day that, that these players are not match fit, but they're they they're able to play football. Harry Kane, we're going to come on to his shape and, uh, and his fitness. But when we had him and when we had him in song, our form under Mourinho was pretty. Um, <clears throat> no, what well, it wasn't average. It was sec- We were second in the league. It was better I... than
5: what it was after. I think if, if,
0: if we have to look at it now as is our first team, is our first eleven better than Manchester United's first eleven? And I think, as crude as that is, I think you have to. It's the only way you're going to be able to look at it. It's comparable uh, now. It's it's there or thereabouts, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just so difficult. I mean, I'm not confident, but I'm not not confident. I mean, I genuinely have no idea how. This is going to affect how this long a break is going to affect um, players. I, 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 I honestly, honestly, have no idea what to expect.
4: Um, weird, isn't it? I, it's a weird, I'd weird forgotten for
0: a, nice, for a nice period of weeks, I'd forgotten that Jose Mourinho was our manager. But let's hope, you know, full strength team, nothing to moan about. He can go for it. Uh, I, I, yeah. The more I think about it, the more I think, you know, a bit of siege mentality, a bit like, you know, everyone was against us, but now we've got everyone
5: back. And I don't
4: know. Yeah, maybe it'll work. If we pump United, I mean, let's, let's start to believe, boys. Here we go. Here we go. It <laughs> started. Mate, if you, I mean, we've got the second best, third best striker in Europe up top. We've got Human Son, you know, the darling of uh, the South Korean military. Won all, all kinds of awards <laughs> for his fitness and sprinting over there. Um, you know, with Lacelso and Dombele, Bervine fit again, options with Mora, Ali. Like, we could hurt anybody. Like, we could, no, we could do incredible things. Like, the, the, actually, the coronavirus for Tottenham couldn't have come at a better time.
0: If Dombele <laughs> is not sporting a six pack at the end after all this time. <laughs> Get rid of him.
4: That's probably why Jose Mourinho turned up at his house. Like, fucking like I know you're not moving. You've got to be yeah. fucking moving. Yeah, give me that. Give me them, give me them bonds. <laughs> uh
5: Spook, what do you think? It's it is, I I mean to echo what Al said, I mean it's a difficult one because on the one hand, I think it probably has rejuvenated us. I can't speak of other of other clubs. I think Mourinho has probably had time to think and, and analyse and review everything that's happened. And, he, and he's got that luxury of players coming back from injury, um, and I think it's, it's about motivation because it won't be about fitness and sharpness. You have to kind of question. I mean, if you if you just push aside even the whole empty stadium thing, which I, I think plays is going to play a hugely de- detrimental part in in just the experience the players are going to have running out because it won't feel like a proper game to them either. Do you know what I mean? Because of the the lockdown and everything that's happened. Um, If you then look at the fitness element, how hard are they going to be trying? I mean, is this like a pre-season, pre-season as well? Like, how much of a break are they going to get before they have to come back for next season? Is next season going to be pushed out? I don't know if any of this has been discussed and finalised yet. But I just feel a lot of them are probably thinking, it's nine games. Let's get through this. We all know he's going to win the league. Whatever else happens probably doesn't really matter as much and um, just get through this part without losing players to, to injuries again and then start proper next year. But that doesn't mean that, you know, Mourinho up here is professional as fuck and Kane ain't going to want to sharpen up and kind of prove prove his worth again. And it's just really hard to call um i I can call one thing though the the only reason spurs will come back the the only thing we're going to get out of it is to to take the piss meme style on social media when we lose games um because i don't think anybody can really get angry about any performance that comes up depending on what happens across the board of course i mean i don't know you know if we kind of lose the first game five nil then that's something to fucking worry about but I I don't know, man. I mean, it it is. I'm. I'm actually excited now for the first time ever because I was dead against all this shit. I want football to come back just to see how it plays out on TV, the coverage, the the lack of noise, the lack of supporters, what the games are going to feel like. I did not take well to the German games at all, but then I'm not a follower of German football. I'm just really curious to see what happens. And um, yeah, if we do well, I ain't gonna fucking
4: dismiss it. I'll, I'll, I'll take that all day long. Um, yeah, what, yeah. What did you make of the German football and its return? Because there's a bit of a furore on Twitter about English fans choosing the team just to, because they they wanted football back. I watched a little bit of it, and I was like, well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm invested in English football because Tottenham play in it, but football in itself without certainly without the kind of sway and and mood and kind of injection of atmosphere from the fans just to to watch athletes play a sport without the emotion of the fans it it really didn't feel much like football at all even though we were watching the sport being played
0: it's not you might as well just be watching them train I mean it's not exactly it's I I watched I watched maybe four or five games and um, and it was nice just to have something on that was live to be honest, I was like, "This is this is novel. This is actually happening in in the world, in real life." <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's if, if anything, it has it has cemented exactly that for me, Flav, in terms of you know really the sport itself. I mean, it's pretty dull <laughs> most <laughs> of the time, uh, you know. And and what makes it so special is is us, yeah, you know, me in particular. Um, <clears throat> Uh, and is it's I'm I'm, inter- I'm the same. Speaker. I'm interested to see how it how it plays out in a weird kind of, you know, demented fascination uh, about it. But I can imagine after the first week, you know, I don't think there'll be many people tuning in to watch the other games. Well, maybe of course there will be, but I don't think there'll be quite as uh, as much push for it. I don't know. It it. it it doesn't fill me with excitement. I want to be excited and I probably will come Friday night. Yeah.
2: The kid
0: will be in bed, you know, early so I can sit and watch it with a beer and like I'll look for Five ish,
4: like five ish. Yeah, exactly. Get a broad round, get some two. Gear, gear in. Get two. Why yeah. not? A bit of whiskey and a milk. <laughs> milk.
0: <laughs> Three years old.
4: Milk. Does she not have milk? Well, she doesn't drink milk anyway because, you know. Well, give us some it's milk and whiskey. It. Send her right to sit. Cocoa. A bit of cocoa with uh, a little bit of uh, Jameson. Um, the, the the issue, if we do have one in, in our uh, full-strength lineup that we're going to be playing against Man United when we do, if we do, because we're going to talk about the coronavirus positive test. <laughs> I wasn't surprised that it happened to Spurs. I just kind of expected it. <laughs> if it was going to happen to anyone, it would be us. Uh, would be our defence. Um, in the news over the last few days, is about the Tongan, whether or not you're going to stay... You know, because his contract is up at the end. Of, was it? Is it at the end of May or June? Basically, it would, have it
0: would have been end of July. Yeah.
4: Right. Okay. So there's there's football football to be played where he's out of contract. I think originally the club asked him to play. Would Would he be willing to play? Uh, when you're out of contract, to, for, on a professional sense, that would be crazy, because you could get injured and you're out of contract, and you have nothing. Um, but apparently a, 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 a contract has been agreed for him to stay for another month. Spook, what do you think of that?
5: Yeah, I mean... he's He was quality for us. Um, I think
4: he knows it's over, but... He time... actually came out the other day, Spook, and said that he wants to play Champions League football next year. Yeah. I'm not sure he, I, do, I, not sure he does realise it's over. He,
5: well, listen, I... I I'm one of these people that loves to be proved wrong. I just get a feeling just off the back of the last 18 months uh, there's some tired old legs, um, especially in defence for us. And we kind of need to look towards the future. The problem is we don't have a manager that really cares about longevity, he cares about what he can add to his CV, which is beneficial for a club like Tottenham because we don't win much in, in recent decades. So, you know, he came in to get the best out of the players that were there. And if you can do that with Jan, fair enough. But giving him a one-month contract, it's almost like this discussion was, well, look, we'll pay you until the end of this circus. And then after that, we'll have a discussion. But I don't, I don't see that happening.
0: It's more of a financial... I mean, it sounds stupid when you talk about a millionaire footballer, but it's more of a, it's probably more of a financial and asset security type thing for both
5: parties. It makes sense because... The season- it tie- ties him in, doesn't it? And like you said, if they need to... I, I don't know. I just don't... Look, this is, I'm really badly prepared for this because I've I, I spent most of the day writing a blog about this kind of stuff, about the football coming back, and I'm trying to kind of G myself up for it. Um, and then someone said, "Oh, Vertonghen signed an extension." And I thought, "Bloody hell, like a one-month extension." My gut reaction to that was, was a bit desperate on on both parts. But fair enough, if there's like uh, kind of fi- financial business
3: uh, oh, yeah, be behind
5: that, that yeah. and you know we do need him at the back, and he's not like he's a shit player, he's not. But I think going forward, uh, there's a there's more than a couple of positions at the back there that he's sorting. So. It, the, the problem with Spurs was we weren't very good at defending. We forgot how to defend as a unit. We forgot how to 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 kind of transition and boss the ball out and, and not put ourselves under pressure. I think these are fundamental things that were built into the Poch team that took a long time to do so with players that were growing into those positions and becoming confident as this one flowing, sexy machine that we were. We, we, what we have now, Mourinho, no Mourinho. It's a difficult task for anyone because you're trying to repair a team, and the, you're also trying to repair individual players. And I don't, I think some are beyond repair. Um, love, Jan. I'd have him there for another year if he proves me wrong. If, if you know, if he, if he can find that that touch again. So, well, that
0: won't happen. I mean, the fact that it's only a month's extension hmm. shows what the what yeah. the will from both parties is meant to be Mm. I I think it's I think it's sensible it's no point trying to bring in someone during all of this nonsense who hasn't worked with the squad before hasn't worked for Mourinho for the sake of nine games you know he'll get to say a proper goodbye you know and, and and it's you know I, it makes sense on all on on all side sort of things. He's, yeah, you, you, he's a decent just, squad player. I mean, what would be amazing if he just was an unused sub now for nine games?
4: I mean, I, I but, can see it. I can see it.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, but, uh, um,
4: if if, yeah, if the yeah. club had come out and given him another year, not not just on the basis of us having to extend the season, but if they they would come out and given him another year, you'd I'd be a little bit worried. I, I I'd be concerned about our our planning <laughs> for the future because it's and we've said it so many times, but it's clear that Jan Vertonghen, as much as, you know, for so much of his career, he's kind of been above or, or at least on par with the level that Tottenham ha- has been. Certainly, even as we've made this kind of upward trajectory, he's stayed on that level and at times put himself well above it. You know, that Dortmund game that we've talked about so many times where he, he absolutely dominated from left wing back position, not even a, not even his natural position. But it does come to a stage where you feel like we, we've... Tottenham have drained every bit of goodness yeah. <laughs> we could possibly get out of Yanbasonga. <laughs> if we signed him for another year, it would it would almost be, uh, I mean, it would be stupidity and cruel because he would see so he's, him crumble.
0: He's the perfect player that represents really what what Tottenham as a club want to do with players. They want to buy these young players that have potential that are. are Seen as steady eddies that can then grow into positions and into teams as the team Im- improves. And as Spooky said, he he started off quite shakily, I remember at the beginning, and and he just steadily, steadily improved as the team improved to a point where he was almost first on the team sheet and the in the back four, you know that and with a and and then he's maintained that. But you can only do that for so long because of the type of because of the type of defender that he is. The ankle injury has obviously certainly not helped, and I know that there's been a lot of talk of, you know, just the club feeling that that has almost been, you know, the final nail, really. But even if he was doing okay next year, he probably won't be. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I think it makes sense, and you're right. If he had come out and given him 18 months at the end of next season, which is something that you normally tend to see, uh, that would that would probably... Everyone would have gone, oh, typical us because we're not going to spend any money. But I, I think it does probably show a sign of intent that, of what they want to try and do moving forward.
4: I remember we signed Vertonghen. He was, what was he, 24? Uh, mm-hmm. From Ajax. Under Villas Boas, I think.
0: Well, it was Redknapp, wasn't it? It was going on... You know, it was all expected to be done whilst Red, with the Redknapp stuff, wasn't it? Before um, AVB came in. It was all... It was already being plastered about. I remember listening to Harry Redknapp talk about the Vatongan
4: side. No, you're
5: right. Yeah, because he's not up, part yeah. of the Magnificent Seven, is he? Or was he? No, he wasn't. He wasn't, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, Al's right. I do remember Redknapp chatting about him. So, yeah, mm. he's a great servant to the club, man. He's a beautiful player when he was at his best.
4: Really, really good. Unbelievable, really. Uh, okay, well, well, I mean, when he inevitably does leave in a month or so, Sounds like he's died. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I often feel like that about players when <laughs> when they leave Spurs, they are dead. And uh, yeah, hopefully, um, he you know he goes on to live a happy life with his wife and kids and all that. Uh, five subs has been approved apparently for. Um, is this what? Why? What is this about? What's the reasoning behind this? I mean, it's in Fitness, response, isn't it? I, is it about fitness, yeah? I just, I just
5: think fitness and, yeah, just to be able to keep players fresh, not rush them back and, and then have clubs saying, well, all our players are getting injured quickly. It'd it, it just be funny to see how it works. Like, oh, it five subs could...
0: that can actually come onto the pitch?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: thought you meant just five subs that are allowed no. on the bench. They wanted less people
5: there. I think
4: you five can...
0: subs are oh, for fuck's sake. I, can
4: have, I think you can have, uh, what is it, like 22 players on the bench.
0: Uh, this is how little I've I paid attention to it because it's all wrangling <laughs> bollocks, right? But
5: five players coming on the bucket, that's not football anymore. Get rid of it. It yeah. is daft, isn't it, man? I mean, imagine you can make two tactical changes or two changes because of a because of tactics or injury, and then in the last twenty minutes it can, it's like a game of chess. Like if I put my three, if I put three pairs of fresh legs on now because of the way football is at the minute, it's not like full-on proper football, um, that, that could probably win you a game. I mean, again, I'm really dumbing it down, but it, it's going to be quite funny. And to, to oh, you, I, you I mean, know
0: Mourinho is, is going to do a five-for-five five at some point. Oh, you, fucking can't, that joke's it?
5: been made.
4: Yeah, well, think, was, uh, it was the um, the guy on radio who he, he agreed to come Max, on the podcast. Uh, Max.
5: Uh, um, I fucking Rushden. hell I forgot his name. Who does uh, the, uh, the Guardian him. podcast.
4: Max Rushton. Yeah. That's it, Rushton. He said it'd be absolute scenes on 35 minutes when uh, <laughs> Jose Mourinho makes five subs. And, and, and i tell you what,
0: in terms of talking about flow of the game, not, you know, struggle, players struggling or that natural ebb and flow of a game in there, uh, the Butchered. more the, no fans and, and more subs, that just
5: in, in, impounds it even more. Um, you said it earlier, man. You said it. it's going to be like pre-season friendly uh, exhibition type match because... There will no, there will be no flow to, to to the game if you're making that amount of substitutions. We just have to wait. This is another thing we're talking about something that we haven't seen play out yet. It might be more interesting to see after one round of fixtures how how it looks, and then the second round we'll be able to almost guess what's going to be the trend going forward. But uh,
0: Do you know, what I'm genuinely excited to hear and looking forward to is hearing all the swearing. Uh, yeah, you I know. I was, I was when when someone's saying "Go through the cunt, hit yeah. him," like that <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, professional athletes, professional footballers. Well, there's some in word Alabama. that you, that okay. if you
4: choose to, when you're watching it, you can pump noise crowd into it.
5: <sighs>
4: oh my god!
0: god I'm kill myself.
4: <laughs> do you know how? Do you know how
5: much? How how many things I've seen in the news that I, I genuinely thought was satirical, like all the stuff with the texting, uh Texan... Uh, opinions or or, or or chants, streaming them through onto the big screen. <laughs> um, I, was that was that satire? I don't know. It was, I think it was West Ham was saying they were going to do that. And then you got this. Yeah, it's just everything is like, just stop it. it it's just what imagine, it is, right?
0: Can you just imagine crowd noise being public? Happy birthday <laughs> <to> you, John. <laughs> <laughs> 70
4: minutes, I love it.
5: Um Yeah, it's it's just not necessary, man. Just let him get on with it. let, let us get on with it, do it and the, the over before. Troy Parrot
4: and make the bench. We should uh, do. I
5: mean, why not? But again he wasn't that much fancied by Jose, but, but... So
4: I'm I'm gonna come on to the question is the that which player tested positive uh for uh, Covid nineteen in the last week? I'm going to say originally I thought obviously Aurier, because he's just been like didn't give a fuck, but the way the world works is that people that don't give a fuck generally don't end up having to give a fuck about the things that are happening to them. I'm going to say Troy Parrott as a positive.
0: Well, wasn't it said that it was it wasn't a key member of the first team? Is what yeah, it's there you
4: come go. Out of. So. There and Aurier <laughs> definitely is is a key member. Is it so? Was it yeah. was a player? It was a yeah player. yeah
0: it was
5: a player yeah.
4: Just to think what they've been up to. Like, imagine if you are a professional footballer and you live that life and you're surrounded yourself and you have anything you want to be locked up would be almost impossible. It's impossible well, for us.
0: The only way, the only way, some someone in their position and with lockdown and everything that's gone on, the only way they're doing that is if you're if you're breaking lockdown. You they ain't going they ain't going to waitros,
4: no.
5: So uh, what if it's what if it's something innocent like a, a younger player that lives at home movies Mom, dad, brother, sister, and then someone else has been fucking around, going out without mask, and you know this. this we again, I don't know why we even talking there. Yeah, that's quite boring, it's not the No, what he's been to, doing but... has
4: been going to massive, massive orgies. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just been having his side piece round. Like four hundred people. What uh, do you mean? yeah, like, I, I, get, I think it? Troy's
5: guilty. He doesn't need a
4: oh. doesn't need a trial. Alex. Yeah. Oh. What do you mean side piece, fam? What are you saying?
0: Well, just you know, someone's had someone's had some fun. What
4: do you know Sex, about what, what do you know about side pieces? Uh,
0: well, like they're all they're all side pieces now. Uh, it's it's like a pizza box where you've eaten just one slice. It's just the, it's, the, the circle's been
4: broken for me now. There's just loads of different slices. <laughs> too many slices. Yeah, yeah, too many. Too many, if anything. Uh, you know, OK, so um, let's move on to some more meatier, a meat feast of a, of a conversation, uh, which is the the kind of way the games are going to be played. So the Derby games, including Spurs versus Arsenal, um, could be played in a neutral venue. And all of Liverpool's away games could also be played in a neutral venue. And this is obviously to avoid mass gatherings at wherever to prevent the further spread of the second wave of COVID and all the people are going to die um, how, how, if you're going to bring the game back it has to be bring, brought back in with, with parity and fairness to have Spurs play Arsenal when we've already played them and got beat we, we, got, beat by them, yeah, we got beat by them how is it fair to then play in a, in a neutral venue probably Old Trafford or somewhere like that how is it fair? How how can that conceivably be attached to uh, a competition that is fair for all, Alex? They
0: don't care, they don't, they don't care about that, Flav. No, I
4: but know. that's
0: not the primary concern, is it? So that's that's how it can happen. Yeah. The Primary concern is making sure that clubs don't have, so that the the rebate from the from the TV and the. And the coverage deals are is is, is minimised as much as possible.
4: What was the actual like the, the potential loss to the Premier League and the, the clubs if they hadn't completed the season? Do you know,
0: I I have seen it, but I think I talk. I think on an in certain, it depends obviously on the split between. But I think you know, you look in. I think a full rebate was something like. Actually, I'm not going to say because I don't know for sure. But I read it. Yes, I read it yesterday, and I
4: remember, I remember thinking. I
0: remember looking at the number,
4: thinking, oh, what "Are I we mean, talking what, a, billion, a billion pounds or what?"
0: No, 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 we're near it. But, but so, so yeah. all
4: clubs have had to agree to these terms, right? The the neutral games, all that stuff. They would they would have they would have all agreed to it based on the fact that the the loss to each club would have been so significant that it was better to play these games without the advantage than not. Yes. Yeah. What about you? How, how do you feel? Especially the Liverpool thing as well. I know they've already won the league practically, but. Nice. It just, it just, it's not the
5: way you'd want to win the league. i sure they won't have an say, issue with it. Yeah, of course, they're not going to say, oh, let's, yeah, yeah, null n- and void it, we don't care. Um, but yeah, the, the whole derby element, I mean, for us not to be able to play against them at home, but you could, just thinking out loud, argue that it isn't really a derby if you haven't got the supporters there. Mm. Uh, it doesn't,
4: it just, it, again... Yeah, but if we win it's... or they beat us, we're not going to use that excuse, are we?
5: No,
4: of course not. I mean, you, sorry,
5: th- you want the home... Sorry, sorry, God. you still want home advantage and it is, it is, it is ridiculous. Like, it, it, the police thinking that
4: people are really going to turn up and just oh, well, try, and, would. try and...
5: Well, for Tottenham Arsenal.
4: They would definitely turn up in Tottenham, 100%. And just watch it in the bars and
5: pubs, and then well, it do some social distancing brawling, where
4: they kind of yeah, they just the want to watch it together. Most support. people don't really give a shit about the fucking second wave and all that shit. They just, at yeah. this point, by the time the game comes around, they certainly ain't going to give a shit because of all the messages that are coming out from the government. And like, I think feel, feel like everybody's behaving like the it's over, like the lockdown's over, and there's no issue anymore. So if you add football to that, Spurs versus Arsenal. I feel like there would, there probably would be, there probably would be a lot of people coming to towards, towards something to watch the game out.
0: I will take what I can get, though, in terms of having to Liverpool win the league. The fact that we won't have to watch them like parade it around the pitch, with you know, giving scarves and having selfies and fans in the in the stands crying and all that bollocks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll take what I can, what I'm given.
4: Yeah, yeah, and all you have to do is turn off Twitter for for a week and Sky Sports. It never happened. Yeah, it's like it never happened. Exactly. Uh, last last point before we go to the questions is um, Harry Kane's a bit tubby, isn't he? <laughs> oh
0: man, I don't, I'm not sure we can we can talk about this. Why? Well, because me saying Harry Kane looks a bit tubby on that angle of the photograph makes a mockery of almost every social media photo I've ever posted.
4: Yeah, but you're you're <laughs> you're not a Premier League footballer, are you? You're just a tubby little horny hairy man. <laughs> I mean, I,
0: I I resent tubby, but. I'll take it. Rotund, but, but rotund. I mean, it's ridiculous. You've seen the pictures of De Bruyne. I've seen pictures of Salah. It's, man, I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, he looks a bit porky. Get a fucking light,
4: morons. Yeah, let him be in it. <laughs> B, <isn't> it?
0: <sighs> Honestly,
4: but, he, like, but I know I agree with you. But he did look a little bit tubby. <laughs> it's just like, is he going to be able to like skin Van Dyke looking like that? Probably not. You got to get air cut as well. <laughs> he he wouldn't have been able to skin Van Dyke. <laughs> well, he did. He did when, he, when Van Dyke played for Southampton. He absolutely ruined him. That was a different Harry Kane. Yeah. That was a different Van Dyke. Uh, we've got some questions. Uh, Sarah Edwards said, "When will fans get back to White Hart Lane? Uh, when September. when is it? He... What's that? September? What when, when? will they not wait for a a um, vaccine? No."
0: There'll be fact, there'll be there'll be some version of, of fans in football stadiums uh, in September.
4: Would you reckon like five thousand in first?
0: Don't know, but I think there'll be a lot. I, I genuinely believe that with the uh, with the evidence that they were talking about with mass gatherings at, at, at even at that point, uh, it, it's just it won't be viable. It, there will be there will be fans in there because by the time September rolls around. It will be at the end of the summer before kind of winter and flu season and stuff kicks off. I think, uh, I think that that will be probably the, almost like an uh, Indian summer for, um, for things like mass gatherings and, and, and bigger grab- gatherings like that. might stop again when flu season kicks in and we have second wave in inverted commas. But there will be fans in football in September. Well, there I, you go. There you I go, think.
4: Sarah. He, he doesn't know, but he believes that it will be September. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Apex Triplets Spooks asks, uh, how do we get rid of Serge, inject him with COVID, fill his fridge with a shepherd's pie, or hook him up with Katie Price? Do you want to get rid of him? Yeah, what's what's going on, man? What's, what's I, I get Surge? that he's flouted uh, social distancing for, uh, oh, for a haircut yeah. and that, but um, no, I mean, he's, he's got a role to play on the pitch, so let's not get rid of yeah, him. Jeff without a doubt. Shep- I don't know what Shepherds by means. Jack Shepherd said. <laughs> Jack Shepherd <laughs> said. Uh, who, who do you think uh, is the player that tested positive, and why is it Sir Jariel? Well, we already answered, didn't we? Troy Parrott. Troy.
0: Uh, Troy. Yeah. I hope it's. I, I was hoping it was Ben Davis. He's he's not he's not key. He's not key first
4: team. Carl uh, McLoone says, uh, "Will Loris find his form, or do we need a new goalkeeper?" we need a new goalkeeper full stop but, but, but it's not like we're going to just
5: bin him it's not like he's, he's shit mm. you know as long as he just uh, lays off the booze when he's uh, got his car keys in his pocket I'm sure I'm sure he's got another season or two left in but that's that's another position we need to look at I haven't got a clue about goalkeepers if you said to me who should we look into in, in the Premier League or, or maybe on the continent I, w- I wouldn't have a scooby I just haven't got a clue uh, maybe Al, I know he's, he, he loves a, a goalkeeper. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you've got the, uh, he was that keeper that used to play for Sheffield United back in the day. Big lad.
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Pressman. No, no, <laughs>
5: I'm going way back to the 1920s. The guy who's built like a, like
4: several sh- uh, brick shit houses. I oh, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a mad thing to ask me and Alex.
0: Sure, we need
4: a. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not that old by the way, guys, but, um, I was saying, I'm not sure we need a new goalkeeper. Okay.
0: So uh, I, what... think, I, I was saying towards the end of the season that I was starting to get done with Larice, but I do think, really, I mean, what else are Tottenham going to be able to get? I don't think we can get better than him. I think we're all right for another couple, another season at least, uh, and then and then go again. Have a look at it then.
4: Mm. Fair enough. Uh, and Tommy says. Uh, will Gedson have a part to play until the end of the season. He's a player I like and hasn't had much of a chance yet. Will games being played, how they uh how they will be, I think he could be he could shine. I, I haven't been unimpressed with Gedson. I feel like we could allow him to blossom. Um I think his loan ends the end of the next season. Yeah. Uh so that I mean definitely a squad player, definitely keep him in and, and see what happens. But it's an opportunity, isn't it, now? I mean we were
5: saying this earlier. That we've got these nine games left, um, we don't know internally how much pressure are, are on, is on Jose and, and the players to get into the Champions League. I'm sure that every player would want to would want to do that. I mean, for fuck's sake, I don't want to be playing Europa League football next year. Um, so there, there are players that are on the fringe, players that probably need more game time. And if we're, if if the five something is going to be used effectively, then yeah, he I mean, looked good on the ball he looks like a confident young footballer but like most um they need time and and i don't know do you have time in nine games between and the season probably i I mean you know it's not like it's we have to win these nine games i mean we could do with winning them but i don't think the intensity and the pressure is on um, the players as much, which then means, does that give them a little bit of freedom to maybe be a bit more expressive um, and, and and take an opportunity to to really make their mark? i, I'm think, not I, sure, think, I
0: think, I think really, I think the well, pressure gone. is is going to be bang on.
3: I, I yeah, think I can feel that everything yet, everything
0: that's man. gone on. I think the Champions League, if there is a iota of chance of Champions League football, it will be. This is your one and only concern of getting us in there because yeah. of the money that, that we have lost and, and and where we where we're planning to be and of what it will do in terms of certain players. You know, I I just I can't it, see.
5: I, I no, no, I get what you're saying. And maybe the the problem I'm having at the minute is I'm still seeing it through my eyes and feeling it through my heart because we'd be so disconnected and detached. From football, and for a long time, no one really gave a shit about football. Most people saying just just cancel the whole thing and then we restart it again. No one, no one cared about it. Now we're getting through the lockdown and COVID and things that are pushing back to normality. But what, what, how's the impact impacted these players psychologically? I mean, the more experienced probably will just bounce back out onto the pitch. Some of the younger ones, I I don't, I don't. There's a a mixture of things that I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Um, to kind of gauge what these players are thinking at the minute, because it must be quite surreal for them, because this type of thing has never happened before. Like we've had war, world wars, and football's you know been been for uh, for a while, but this type of thing is just it's it's just strange times, and even football coming back ain't football, proper football. It's it's like this half-assed version that that, that is there to get the job done and get us through, and that's the worry. If that. Is flowing down from the top to the bottom in that we we'll just get it done, and and not every other player is feeling how Danny Rose feels, um, or Troy Deaney Then, then no. fair enough. But if if they if they are thinking that way as well, you're just gonna get like a powder puff nine games. I mean, right? there's just... so
0: many variables. I, I I'm interested. I when I think of people like Tanganga or. A Troy Parra, or, or maybe some—not just for Tottenham, but for some youth team players or players on the verge of, of making that step up—playing in front of no fans, you know, would that make it easier? Does that make your making your debut for a club, all right, slightly less special? Is the pressure off a little bit? You know, will can you go into those those games now without that's one part of the pressure not there? All the other bits, and hoping you do well, and you know, mm. carrying out manager's instructions and stuff are, are also there. But not getting sucked in and and being overawed and that type of stuff. Maybe, maybe that will help. That's that's again. There's so many variables of how different clubs will treat it. But I do think uh, I think that there will be a huge amount of pressure put on the squad and the management team to. You've got a fully fit squad. Go.
4: Okay. Uh, final question on the podcast from Rafa. Uh, he says, "What the fuck up? What the fuck is up with this?" Uh, he's quote tweeted a. Uh, a percentage of supporters who voted Conservative in 2019 uh, and he has issue with Tottenham fans uh, voted, 58% of Tottenham fans voting Conservative to Chelsea, Man United, Man City, Leeds, Arsenal, Newcastle Liverpool all below us. Um, I'm not I'm not sure what... I mean, I I, I asked a question because I'm not sure
5: what... I, I know what he's getting at, I think. What? It really comes your way. It might be the... You got people banging on about Elink and Levy all the time, and and yet they they they, you know, in the furlough stuff, and yet the Tory Party and austerity and, and all the other shenanigans that they've done over the years. There's uh, people just comparing politics with I'm not sure that football. is. Like, you, I think I think, no?
4: I think you're giving it too a little bit too much credit. I think that maybe he's uh, a liberal, or a left wing, and he's confused that a, a majority of our our, our fan base. Would vote conservative. I think
5: that's probably, they're probably middle class people, isn't it? Well, Spurs yeah, don't I, Spurs always top the richest uh, supporters list as well. I mean, and I, they, I've, so... I've
4: had I've clicked on his profile and um and this isn't I'm not to discredit him at all, but I think uh, he's from the US, so he maybe has an idea about what Spurs are as a fan base and 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 what makes us us and potentially we're... wants us to be something that that we're not. Tottenham is. And has been for many years. I would say a conservative fan base, so sort of leaning towards yeah. the right wing. I think it's always been that way. And, and the people that support Tottenham don't live in Tottenham; they come in from, exactly. you know, the home counties. It's, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. I, I, I don't. It doesn't bother me that fifty eight. percent
0: But, but and also, you could look at it in terms of everything that you know. It's a, it's a Jewish base. You know, there's a there's a lot of affinity and and, and links towards. The, you know, towards yes, Stanford the British Jewish heritage and and you I mean, know the Labour percent. Party have
4: had massive Stanford issues with
0: that,
4: so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anything to add, boys and girls? It's been so, good chatting to you both, man. Um, maybe
5: more chat about our sex life at some point. Oh, we'll do uh, that. On do Patreon. We're, we're going oh, nice, to do uh,
0: we're going to do a special one about that. I've got. Uh, I actually got sent a video. This is, this is, if this isn't a cue a, a to sign up for Patreon right now. What is it, <laughs> seven,
4: $7 a month, Slav? Well, yeah, I know, I know the US has started having tax. or to, to... Uh, Let's not talk about that.
0: Oh, seven, six, I mean, $7 is a bargain for what you're going to get with this, right? So I've been sent a video from a girl who, uh, when the first time that she came over to my house, so this was second date material, of where we drank and I um, uh, fell asleep with um, some pizza in my mouth on her lap and she filmed it sent it to me the you other filmed? day didn't know she had it so I'll post that in the in the patron group uh, if we get you know 20 new patrons How about that? <laughs> I'm that
4: sure I'm f- I, f- I feel like you th- you think that that would be more influential than it is <laughs> I
0: mean it's I mean it, it's, it's it's funny it is, funny. Uh, it, is, it, is it is amusing I, I promise you if you've never seen um, Tyson Fury asleep with some pizza in his mouth <laughs> Uh, your uh,
4: so uh, yeah, we will be returning with the podcast in earnest, obviously, hopefully with the return of the Premier League. Uh, we're hoping to get together, but obviously it depends on what, what's going on. At the very least, we'll be doing Skypes after the game, before the game. Uh, the patron content will be turning more towards football than it has been over the last 10 or 11 weeks, where it's been much more about people and what happens to people and the lives they leave. Um, but yeah, so just keep your ear to the ground and keep an eye on our Twitter, and we'll be we'll update you. But yeah, it's going obviously naturally going to be more about Tottenham going forward. Uh, Alex Spook, thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers guys. guys. Speak soon. Bye bye bye. bye, bye, bye.
3: bye.
1: Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived.